Tars World of Gaelic Games. Hello and welcome to the TC Towers World of Gaelic Games on Monday the 17th of April. Thanks to Frank Tain for an excellent edition of Kilkenny today. And Frank will be back again on Wednesday for more great conversations and insights on what is upcoming in Kilkenny and going on in their surrounding areas. Uh, coming up on tonight's show, we'll be looking back at all the weekend's hurling action, looking ahead to this weekend's action where the under-20s take on Dublin and the senior team take on Westmead in the first round of the senior Leinster Senior Championship. We'll have Camogie with Aoife Lanning and I'll be running down through all the handball results. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Text us in on our taxback.com line, a clone tank company on 086-353-7782. Or you can phone us in on 056-7762-777. As always, I'm Jane in the studio by Pat Tracy, Nicky Brennan, Eamon Butter. Good evening, lads. Good evening, Kieran. Uh, I suppose, lads, we'll start off um, with the Kilkenny's victory over Galway in the under-20s. And Eamon, uh, good turnaround after a defeat the first day down in Wexford Park. Great turnaround, Kieran. Yeah, and um, you know, for I suppose any time you lose a game, to come out straight away after losing the game the following weekend, whether it be a challenge game or, or like the the round robin that we have now for the under twenties, it's great that they had another game so quick. And um, sure, look, the, they had a couple of boys back as well, so from the senior panel that were weren't available previous weekend. And um, sure, I suppose it kind of showed too when you look at the game and the way it went. And but even the way Galway rallied towards the end, like you know, with with, with the couple of goals there in injury time to, to kind of see it out and, and then to win the game be, be six points. You know, I think they'll have a lot of learning from that and um, you know, it'll be hard going now for some of the boys who next weekend third game in, in, in three weeks but like when when you're coming on to off a win like onto another game the, the confidence will be up and um, you know, they'll definitely be looking forward now to next weekend as well. Yeah, and Nicky back into Nolan Park now next next Saturday the curtain raiser to the senior game and a chance for you know let's lay down a marker now and get into that starting team because it's knockout after that. No, I was away at the weekend, but I saw some of on Clubber, but I didn't actually see the match there. Was as I said, a family thing on. Look, uh, I think a couple of things that came to my, to me. I mean, probably the first half, and I think Mark Dowler might have alluded to. You'll have an interview in a minute. Maybe a bit fortunate with the goal they got from a penalty, but that really brought them back into the game and it knocked the stuff in order to out of Galway but a, a very very impressive uh, first 10 minutes of the second half I think was really where they laid down and I saw the last I saw most of the first half and I saw the last 10 minutes of it and uh, they were well in control I mean look at six points in it in the end a very good win uh, clearly to um, to concede 320 you only have to think about that one but it also showed that the three players who came back from the senior team plus Niall Rowe and Harry Shine who started you know those five players are needed if Kilkenny are to be a serious contender they need all those five players to be quite frank about it and uh, it showed but uh, the concession of 320 is, is something to work on but 520 is a very very impressive score Yes and Pat I suppose it shows the importance of the um the round robin now so say, you know we could have went down to Wexford Park last Saturday one game you're gone and, but now you know it, it got a chance for lads to show what they had and more lads to come in then the three lads come back from the seniors and a few lads come back from injury as well and you know get a big win over Galway then the team that this team struggled to beat when they were at minor age yeah you always have a chance uh, when uh, to mould a team when you're getting games and uh, over a season and that that's the important thing um and getting the win was important there against Galway and particularly against Galway as well um, but I suppose the game you know it was very very close because Galway came back within a goal and then they had missed 
they missed a goal they had a chance of a goal and missed it and uh, Kilkenny went down and got a goal uh, that was uh, you know that last few minutes was <laughs> it seemed to be just open season all together and, uh, on both goals and uh, so but look getting a win like that and put up a good score and uh, it, it brings on a team and uh, now they're playing they're playing Dublin uh, in, in that and Dublin are unbeaten like you know, so that's that's the thing, and sure, you know, you're going out to play uh, Derek McGrath inspire Dublin. So uh, it's uh, going to be a new a new kind of a test. It's not going to be it's not going to be five twenty to three twenty. That's for sure. You know, oh. and the scoring stakes because you're just going to be playing a different kind of a, a test altogether, and they'll be run with the ball and all the rest. And whether it's a windy day or not, it won't matter because when the way the way Dublin will play they'll play the same with the wind as against the wind it could be a short game short game and try crowd out the defence yeah well. yeah that's the, that, that, that's the way yeah Shoot yeah, from yeah, range, yeah. yeah. Um, I suppose one thing I noticed was the with the Kilkenny team they pushed in around the full forward lane you know and went a bit more direct and you know kind of Got, got more scores out of it like we were a bit isolated I thought at times last they had a bit slower to get the ball in but we, we went a bit more direct into the corners you know and Ted Dunn was very good in there he'd offloaded a couple of balls as well and you know it, it definitely worked for us Yeah it definitely does Kieran. and like you know we, we have a nice blend of forwards there in, in that panel now at the moment and you know all the players there are, are, are worthy of their place on the panel and that but just, when you have forwards the main thing is to, to give them the ball like if a forward doesn't have the ball they can't score Do you know mm. and I know it's it's kind of a cliche but like you know and you, for for lads like that you want to get the quick ball into him and Kenny did that the weekend and sure paid dividends you know they got five goals and you know any day you get five goals you, you, you'd be fancy to win and like Nicky said okay conceding 320 is a, a heavy score and it's a cause for concern but you know I suppose after the after say the Wexford game the main thing was to get the win and they, they, they did that and now they're going into the Dublin game with a bit of confidence and you know see what happens and like Dublin are unbeaten like Pat said so it should be a good contest as well yeah, and Pat, I think it was noticeable as well, said the likes of Timmy Clifford there, Billy Drennan, Garrod Dunn coming in. And, you know, for the fifth goal for Kilkenny, Garrod Dunn, the way he broke the tackle, like you could see that, that mm. bit of strength bit of trainer power. and bit of power mm. that he had from probably in with the seniors during the league definitely stood to him. Yeah, and it looked like, and I, uh, again, I haven't seen either match, but the reports from the first one was that we uh, weren't getting enough ball on the half hour line the first day, and there was a whole new half hour line there uh, that was there to do that and they seem to have done it and got the ball through like uh, I mean I don't know whether anyone hears that nowadays but the first job of a half hour is to get the ball through and the first job of a half back is to stop it going through now that might sound um, ancient school yeah, but, simplistic yeah <laughs> simplistic but uh, that's uh, it hasn't changed and uh, as you say you get the ball in into the full forward line or whatever you, you know you're, you're, you're getting you're going to get scores and uh, it's uh, it would be nice if Kilkenny could keep the squad together now with the three lads back and all the rest and and, and let them take their chance on the championship you know so and, and, and take it from there but I don't know what the kind of the time scale is on it and how it crosses over yeah. with the senior and all that but uh, it would be a, it would be a, a, a big thing because look at the end of the day Billy Drennan came off at 2.12 or whatever and those 1.3 or 1.4 or whatever from play yeah, yeah, you know? no, it's huge, and even that composure as well. That That's Billy, right. Yeah. You know, he got a score there in the second half down the far corner, mm. and you know, just bought his time, came out controlling and over the shoulder, mm. over the bar. Like they're huge scores, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, you know, yeah, yeah. There, there are scores during matches that are worth so much more than 
mm. what the, what they are, you know. Yeah, and, and even and his movement for one of the goals there as well, where Ted Dunn offloaded back to him, you know, and just have the presence of mind where to be. That's you know, right, yeah, and yeah. That's what I mean, you know, as well by pushing up. You know, he knew to be in around Ted Dunn when you get possession mm. of the ball. But it does seem that uh, a few lads off the bench did well. It was a Killian Hackett and yeah. uh, uh, someone came in the corner back as well. That uh, they, you know, the the the. They didn't. They did well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, the panel. Like I think the panel is there. But like yeah. you said, Paz, important to keep that group together now. Yeah, you if know. you could, yeah. You mm. know, next week again, we're kind of tell a lot. Both games on the on the one day, so it'll be, you know, it'll be decisions have to be made during the week. I suppose between both management teams and whatever way they'll work with. Like, you know, unfortunately, should have, you know, the days gone by. You can't play two matches the one day anymore. Like, you know. So. <laughs> and I think just for people who are going into the park next Saturday, if you have the pass for the uh, twenties and minor games. I think if you're in by is it four or half four, they'll work. But if you come in after that, you, you'll ha- you'll have to pay, you'll have to have a ticket for the the senior match just to let people know. Yeah, no. Look, you'd encourage everyone, wouldn't you, to get in and see. Oh, get, him, get in for the start of the. Is it four o'clock? Four o'clock is, o'clock is the draw in for the twenties. Yeah. yeah. Well, then be in for four o'clock, and then your pass will get you into the two matches. Yeah, yeah. Which is a fairly serious value, now to be fair. Yeah. No, and it's important mm. isn't it, to get in and support the teams too. You know, the the twenties. You know, to come, it'd be great. I mean, two or three wins, and it would be brilliant. You know, heading in for the the knockout, which is starting in on the the weekend of the twenty ninth. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. You're on, like, and like Nicky said, get two games for you know, and to. to both of them will be worth maybe you know their entry fee for for, for each game. So you know it's, it's nice for the supporters to get two of them on the one day too and to make the most of it. So yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose let's looking ahead. Then the quarter final is on the weekend of the 29th and the first of May. Then the semi final is a Wednesday. Then the tenth to the fifth, and Kilkenny are down to play Galway then on the thirtieth. So you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see what way that'll play out. Yeah, um, what's that here? I was the under the under twenties is the the quarter final is down for the weekend of the twenty ninth to the first. So the okay, bank weekend. But it all depends now on how they at the moment Dublin are one. Yeah, um, Kilkenny are um, Kilkenny have the Dublin four points. Kilkenny and Galway have okay, have no Kilkenny points. And Wexford. Kilkenny and Wexford to two points each. Mm. So uh, it all depends on what way it's going to go now. So uh, I, it's very hard to make it out from the Leinster website, but I'm not sure what way it crosses over after that because. Uh, yeah, the semi final is down for the 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 tenth of May. That's a Wednesday evening, so that's when the semi final is down, okay, and yeah. the the quarter finals then are down the weekend. Then at the bank holiday weekend, the same weekend we're playing Galway in the park. All right, so it'll be interesting to see. Well, yeah, that means then that could make it. It's it's going to be difficult enough, yeah. You know, from the point of view of uh, Derek Ling and Mark Dowling to get everything in all the ducks in a row here because just time doesn't help them there. No, definitely not. After the game, uh, we caught up with Mark Dowling and Billy Drennan, the man of the match, and we'll play both those interviews for you now. TC Tars, World of Gaelic Games. Mark, yeah, after last week's defeat to Wexford, you must be delighted to get the victory over Galway. Yeah, no, absolutely thrilled. Um, but I suppose, look, uh, the round robin being what it is, you know, it's there's probably a feel-good factor in winning, but that's about it. We move on to the next round now, next week. Can't be too down over losing, like like we did last week, and, and can't get too high over winning either. It's just, I suppose, look, as I say, it's a nice feel factor after after getting the win. It's a funny sort of, I know all the four teams in the group are through to the, the knockout stages, irrespective, And uh, but from a confidence perspective, it's still important to be getting wins, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it is, and and then you kind of wonder, like you know, it's great to be getting the games, and it is nice to get a win, obviously. But then you wonder, look, when we get to the actual first knockout game, whether that's a quarter final or semi final, you know, everything is on the line that day, and regardless of how you got on the previous matches, you know, 
they're probably irrelevant at that stage once once that hour comes. This game today, Galway had wind advantage in the first half. They, they built a seven point lead at one stage, but by half time, he had it down to three. Obviously, Billy scored the penalty and he got a, a brilliant goal from play as well. Yeah, he was. He was extremely sharp, which I'd expect him to be. He has been that way all season. Um, yeah, look, I suppose the penalty was a break. You get breaks. Uh, Galway got one in the second half. And um, yeah, it probably came at a nice time for us. As you said, they, they had a bit, of, a bit of the wind in the first half. So it was nice to get it uh, when you're against the wind, you know. And in the second half, I think in the first eight minutes of the second half, you scored eight points, uh, which was significant in the game. It, it, it gave you a bit of daylight ahead of Galway. Yeah, definitely. Look, we got a foothold right from the off in the second half and, and built on it. And look, momentum is a great thing in, in hurling. And I mean, when you have it, it's it's great. When you don't have it, it's very hard to, to stop the rot, so to speak. We got it at the start of the second half and, and seemed to build on it, you know. And I suppose, look, the wind was a factor there as well in, in, in building on it. The likes of Timmy Clifford was exceptional at centre forward as well. Lincoln play, I think he got a goal of two points. I know Billy got 2-12, but there was other star performance all over the field from a kickety perspective. Yeah, look, there'd be obviously there was a lot of the lads heard well. Look, I mean, they, they, they all tend to have their moments and during the course of 60, 65 minutes. You know, I'm sure there's things Timmy and, and Billy would like to improve on too and, and the rest of the lads as well. And, you know, we'll just get back to that uh, during the week. But look, I mean, in any game you're going to have uh, guys that get a, a good run at it uh, over the hour and, and you know, we were, we were lucky we had a, a probably the, the majority of those uh, were on our side this, 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 uh, this last hour, you know. And you have a good few guys involved in the senior panel as well. It's probably no more than Galway. It's probably hard to, to juggle both, isn't it? Ah, it is. But, like, I mean, I, I've said this already. I mean, probably a bit much to be made of it. Look, all these lads in that restroom there want to play uh, senior with Kilkenny. And, you know, the more they get there, the better if they get there now or later you know it's great for them and we'll just deal with it week on week I mean it's our job to support the senior um, outfit and, and management and, and we'll continue to do that and the lads will come in and go out and, and we'll just manage it as we go Finally you're playing uh, Dublin next week Dublin had a good win over Wexford again today so they have, they have two wins in the board and a very accomplished side yeah, absolutely. I saw them against uh, Galway. I watched that match and yeah, they were very good that day. Uh, obviously, they had a very good day again today and look, that'll be a right challenge for us next week. Uh, something to look forward to at this stage, haven't got the win. Uh, but look, we'll just take it on the same as we take on any match. Um, you know, maybe uh, this will be probably going in, maybe a little underdog with, the, with their two wins, but uh, yeah, we look forward to it. Billy, you must be delighted to get that victory over Galway. Sure, we are. Always delighted to get any victory over Galway. They're a tough team for the last four or five years. We won here last year by the skin of our teeth, but... Uh, no, we had one job to come here, come here today with work hard and uh, we've done that. There was a big wind in it, obviously. Galway had it in the opening half, but uh, you got two goals yourself, one from a penalty and one from play that uh, I suppose were, were pivotal in that game early on. I worry, yeah, we knew uh, what you said last game. They uh, started off well the first 10 minutes and uh, finished well last, uh, for the last 10 minutes. So uh, we knew if we went out and done the same again, but we had to work for the full 60 minutes today and uh, we've done that. And uh, yeah, we got off to a brilliant start, as you said, so uh, that kicked on from there. So we're delighted now, yeah. This championship, obviously, last year when teams, it was, it was a knockout competition. If we saw last week, both Kilkenny and Galway lost, but it's great to, to get the round robin in this championship, isn't it? I do, yeah. There's a. Uh, uh, you're not as like stressed coming to every match. I know you have to go out and win every match, but uh, to just not have it on the shoulders, really, you go out and you can play whatever way you want, uh, enjoy it uh, as well. And uh, you know, if you lose, you're not out straight away, so uh, you're guaranteed a quarter final. So, uh, no, just push on from here now, yeah. And the second half performance, your third quarter was exceptional. I think you got nine or ten points in a row there that really made a big difference in the end. I uh, did, yeah. Uh, I know we've been working on our fitness uh, throughout, throughout the year, and uh, we knew, uh, said there, we weren't working for the full 60 minutes last day. Uh, down, he's playing down in Wexford Park, but uh, 
no, I think we worked for the full 60 today and uh, showed on the scoreboard we were popping over points there, uh, constantly moving, so uh, we'll see how the GPS results show at the end of this. And you have a big game next week, obviously, Dublin. Our next Dublin beat Wexford today, comfortably enough, I think, in the end, so they're a serious outfit. I did, yeah, they were back all the way there last week, so um, no, they're, uh, we'll be gunning for them now. And, uh, yeah, no, as you said, they won today, so uh, they'll be, they're on a high horse now, so... Uh, Hopefully, try and get a win over them now and kick on from there. Finally, you're enjoying the hurling, obviously, at the moment, and no more than a lot of guys on both teams here playing a lot of games. Yeah, no, uh, playing, uh, playing a lot of uh, senior games there for the last couple of weeks, so I uh, enjoy just to uh, keep going week on week now and uh, loving the games. And that was both Mark Dowling and uh, Billy Drennan there talking after the great uh, under 20 win there up in Tullamore on Saturday. We have a text in here from Jim Rohn just asking, hello, lads, who's the ref for Kilkenny versus Westmead and Kilkenny versus Dublin on Saturday? And we have doing the senior match is Chris Mooney from Dublin and we don't know yet Jim for the under 20 game but yeah, Chris Mooney from Dublin is doing the senior game so uh, big day for him so we'll see see how that one goes right we'll take our first break Jane is after where we will be talking handball with Tom O'Keefe TC Tars World of Gaelic Games TC Tars World of Gaelic Games. And welcome back at uh, just 27 minutes past six. We're delighted to be joined on the phone by Tom O'Keefe. Good evening, Tom. Good evening, Kieran. How are you? Not too bad, Tom. Um, a huge success there the last couple of weeks for the Kilfane Club and for the O'Keefe family in particular, where um, your two daughters, Derville and Roisin, had success in both the Junior B singles and Junior C singles and then the Junior B doubles. Yeah, it says that things went well there too put in a good effort there over the last since I suppose since Christmas and they got the rewards yeah it's a good, it's a great to win it's you know, nice to get the singles and then the two of them playing together to win the doubles so it was a great achievement they were thrilled yeah and um, Tom I suppose like it's it's hard we, we be talking here every week about the handball and it's, it's hard enough to get out with Kilkenny and then to get through Leinster and win a, an All-Ireland like um, we'd be trying to tell the listeners there just how hard it is to win an All-Ireland and then to win two in in the one weekend must have been special for the family that was special yeah. it was great the, in, in the single the single is actually in King's Court there and uh, they had the semi-final up in King's Court on the Sunday again and oh no it was great actually the two of them as well and one of them was after winning, I was just hoping for her own sake, you know, you can come on home in the car to, to get the two wins, and uh, probably <laughs> if one of them had to lose and the other won, uh, it's hard to be showing too much excitement if I'd won the seat. But no, when the two of them won that, it was great to get the two singles. And then, so it probably took the pressure off to relax then, I suppose, when they are in the doubles, and so they had their singles won, and so to, to win the doubles then really, really captured off. And I suppose, especially the doubles, when she played in Croke Park, I suppose we're all from young lads you know, here in Crow Park and to play in Crow Park is, is everyone's dream and so to, I suppose to win the, the doubles in Crow Park is, is really put icing on the cake. Yeah and Tom um, the the girls played their semi-final and final on the on the same night up in Crow Park and um, I'd be correct in saying that that was the first doubles All-Ireland victory for anyone in the new Crow Park Centre. That's right Chef Harry Gaffney said that in the in this in his speech Ari, when he was um presenting the medals. Yeah, we requested it actually Roshan was a bit tied up on the Sunday there. She was a college worker juice C D and she was doing the assignments and she was a bit tied up and, and so we requested and the the rail to kind of opposition appearance that Tyrone and Lynn McCoy were going to be playing agreed during the week that they took them two to play the final on the Saturday evening so it was played on the last game Saturday night and yeah, they were the first winners of a double dollar in the new handball centre, all right. Yeah and, and brilliant 
um, Tom, we we be talking here every every week about the new handball centre and the importance of it for for handball. You know, you're in handball all your life, Tom, and you know it's so important. Like hurling and camogie have Crow Park, and it's just so important that handball has it as well. That's it's great. Yeah, it's great. You know, I suppose everyone knows it's a dream to play in Crow Park for everyone. Like, and you know, to have it there now, and you know, it's a handy trip up as well for the lake of us here. We used to go to Kingsford, which is a fabulous centre as well. Kingsford and Cavan, like, it is a fabulous centre, like, but this is going to, which is really, it's a great facility up there now, I'm sure. So for juveniles and everything coming up, and that would be their ambition now to get up there and then to find our Ireland day and, 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 and give it a good go. Yeah, no, absolutely, Tom. And like you said there, like Kings Court is a, a fabulous uh, venue and we're so lucky to have it there when Crow Park wasn't available, you know, just to have everyone together and run the All-Irelands. But like you said, everyone wants to win an All-Ireland in Crow Park. That's where they want to be. And I think it'll help keep players at the game as well. I think if they can see, you know, down the line that we'll get a chance to play in Crow Park and it kind of entices players to stick at it maybe that bit longer. Yeah, it does, yeah, because even see when you come back there now, the girls are back over and could say in there, you know, after and some of the younger members saying, like, the, the finals in Croke Park, you know, and, you know, the, you can see their eyes lighting up, the young ones, like, sure, I'd love to play there, like, and, and you know, the, more so than if you told them to in Kingsford to say, yeah, sure, that was, that was grand, but when you say Croke Park, everyone seems to just say, yeah, that's an ambition, I'd love to play there, like, when we get a chance to play in there, you know, that's, that's what it'll drive them on, all, all the juveniles coming through. Yeah, no, definitely. And Tom, uh, just uh, aside from the the two girls, um, with the four All Irelands over the couple of weekends, uh, it's been a hugely successful period for the Kilfane Handball Club overall. That was yeah, with young Kyle, Kyle Jordan and Connor Holden in the under twenty one. They came out of the minor ranks last year and went on in under twenty one doubles, which was great in their first year out of the minor. So they'll have another two years at, at that as well. And and then yesterday we had Willie Murphy, who's famous Owen Branning from the O'Loughlin's Club. They won the Silver Masters B doubles, so it was just was great. And unfortunately, Eve Holden and Noel Dolan lost out in their intermediate all Ireland. But look, the standards is high there, and, and so they do might move on there and, and give another go next year. And so Jack Holden and Owen Brennan from Kells, they had a thrilling game with Galwich after they lost out in a tiebreaker. It looked like they were going to win it. I actually missed the tiebreaker. Myself, my own young ones were starting their get their final, but. The, they lost out in the tiebreaker but they played great stuff now Jack and Owen left everything on the court you know they'd be disappointed sorry, but they, they really you know they, they played great and they're just unlucky on the day yeah no absolutely and I was, was saying here last week Tom probably the lads were unlucky as well that you know the, the the delay on the Leinster final as well and have to come through a tiebreaker on a Tuesday then trying to get up to Crow Park and get a game and you know it all That's like, right, yeah. you know it's difficult isn't it yeah, they weren't sure on their training, like, do we train the Friday, what way that um, appeal was going to go, and, yeah, they had, they had it, it all happened to be quick, all right, playing the, the other lengths of final choose, and they went to Crow Park to train wins, and they then back their staff, they, they probably freshness could have cost them in the tiebreaker, all right, like, but still, they left, they, they know, they, they gave it a good go, and so, look, they, they'll be back next year, too, they're good lads, or two of them. Yeah, no, definitely, and, Tom, just... In the underage as well, like there's huge efforts being put in in Kilfane. Like we be saying here about the spread of clubs and um, that that have su- had success in the All Irelands over both juvenile and adult. But down in Kilfane, there you have a great team of individuals there all pulling together and you know taking the training sessions and pushing both boys and girls forward. It's it's so important. Yeah, I suppose the the, the building of the new course, getting the, the like the three courts now, say the sixty to thirty, the old traditional Irish court and. Again, the new 40 to 20 there being built in 2020, and then the the one wall we put, we actually done that on a kind of a voluntary basis during the during the COVID times. Uh, got together a one wall outdoor court, 
So the three courts and the one site now. And, so I think definitely getting the 40 to 20 is after making a huge, huge difference with the amount of juvenile members like, and they're all, you know, we went in through the schools and we sent out over to all the schools, the surrounding areas. And got a good few members that way as well, like, and, and yeah, we have a lot of coaches, but it takes a big effort, but still, when you see them, you know, whether you're an A player or a B player or whatever they are, even the young that's come through in the juvenile Bs, and so you know, they're enjoying it, they seem improving there, and every week, like, you know, I start there after after two months or three months, you see them improving, like, and they all get better, like, and they're enjoying it too, which, which is everything, like. Yeah, no, and that's that's it, um, Tom. It's the the most important thing is the enjoyment. Is if you can win along the way, then it's brilliant. But as long as the the young players are enjoying it, you know, and they'll co- keep coming back, that's the most important. And you know, might progress them on, then hopefully to the to the adult grade then as well. Ah, yeah, so to keep mad, like, you know, that age group between 16, 18, 19, no, he didn't say to me, you know, they're 22 and 24, 21 now and 23. And you know what, saying they get out of juvenile, you'd be hoping your own head to, to, to stay at it and all. And same with any, any of the juveniles that we have coming through. Like, you know, when they get to 17, 18, you know, it's, it can be a, a kind of a spot where you, you can lose them. And, and so if you can keep mad and, and keep them playing and get them over that age group to get them into adults, and you know, so it's great then, like, you know, to keep them going at it. No, absolutely, Tom. And uh, Tom, thanks a million for joining us, and congratulations to to yourself and uh, the girls and everyone Kilfay and Handball Club um, with on, with the ongoing success and hopefully continued success in the future. Thank you, Thanks very much for that. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, Tom. And that was Tom O'Keefe joining us there down in Thomastown after uh, his daughters Roisin and Derville uh, winning the junior B singles and junior C singles and then combining it together to win the junior the junior B doubles and lads any time yeah, winning all Ireland is great and then to have four in the space of a couple of weekends <laughs> in the house is, is it's unreal incredible incredible well done Some going, going yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's testament to the lads as we say and there too Tom the work that's going in down there in the juvenile you know they're pushing both girls and boys and it's great to see Dervin Roisin coming through as well they competed all the way up along Jorn from the juvenile levels the whole way up so it's brilliant to see him progress now on to the adult level then another handball news the there was brilliant successes on uh, Sunday in Crow Park. The semi-finals were played on Saturday, and then the finals played on Sunday in the new Crow Park Centre. And the Emerald Masters B doubles. There was a brilliant win for Owen Brannigan from O'Loughlin's and William Murphy from Kilfane. The lads came through the, the final quite convincingly and are the standout player over the weekend. So congratulations to the two lads. I know they put in a huge effort, and Owen there he's, he's playing a long, long time and putting in a huge effort down there with the juveniles in O'Loughlin's as well. And it's great to see him get his Dewey Ward there up in Crow Park yesterday. And take home in all Ireland as well and the uh, Golden Masters B doubles there was defeat then for Paul Dowell and Eamon Purcell they lost out to a strong Tyrone Tyrone pair uh, the Tyrone pair uh, the Kerr brothers they'd be strong they would have been um, good players down through the years and um, both from would have made senior level so the two two good players then in the Ruby Masters doubles then there was success then for the formidable pair Johnny Brennan from Mortal and Joe Hennessy from all Auckland Gales and uh, the lads have been playing together for a long long time and it's brilliant to see him get over the line again in the All-Ireland and uh, the lads again they were, they were training very hard and met them down O'Loughlin's a few times and they were knocking the stuff out of each other in the singles trying to get themselves sharp for, for, the, for the championship and uh, they're, they're credit to themselves the way they look after themselves and keep playing now um, down through the year so congratulations to the the two to the two winners and hard luck too, Paul Dowell and Eamon Purcell. No doubt the lads will be back again competing in the in the big alley and trying to go on better next year in the forty twenty as well. But it's been a hugely successful couple of weeks for for Kilkenny handball 
in over the two doubles weekends and back to the juveniles as well and uh, Kenny Handball is really putting in a huge effort there and when everyone pulls together it's great it's amazing the success that the county can have um, then in the county championship there was success for Peter and Patrick Function they won the senior doubles over the weekend as well the lads have been the standout players in the far to be 20 and uh, they added another title to their name winning the senior doubles and uh, Peter won the, won the singles there as well so uh, congratulations to both those players and then in the Fela the upcoming Fela is on the 29th of um, April in in Connacht venues and entry f- forms are due in this evening and the closing date is this evening so get them in there so Crow Park can gauge what the what the entries are like and they can decide then on what how many pairs to put into Division 1 and spread them out across, across the division so uh, get the entries in um, Aoife we're delighted to be joined as always on the Camogie front how are you? How are you Kieran? Aoife a tight one down in the rag uh, against Cork in the Clonmel, yeah. Oh, sorry, St Mary's Clonmel. Yeah, well, it was uh, one seven apiece, so uh, kind of we're happy that we did get the draw. Yeah, we could have won it, but so uh, Cork, but you don't know. Like uh, we were winning one five to one three at half time, and kind of like, people say like, oh, you scored two points in the second half. Cork scored four, yeah. But uh, our our defence were very tight. That out of the four points that uh, Cork scored in the second half only one was from from play so yeah I know the others were from freeze but uh, you look at our, our defence were very very good in the second half not let them get easy in yeah tight scoring like 1-7 apiece um, the defence is on top defence is on top yeah um, y- you look at it's like different from when we played them three weeks ago they got in for in for two goals early in the game and kind of beat us by nine points in the second half uh, in the end so like yeah we, we, we learned from Three weeks ago, yeah. So uh, from the off that we said we we're going to get go go straight at him with the juggler, and we did. After you could say after nearly eighteen seconds, Danielle quickly pulled on a on a ball that the goalkeeper should have cleared, and uh, even though it was in in between players, uh, she pulled on it and was in the top corner. So we got got a good a great start. So yeah, we won't we won't say no to that. But uh, yeah, great start for us, and we continued on, and they kind of came back in and from the sideline. Um, Ball bounced in front of the goalkeeper, and one of our defenders went to flick it as it bounced. But kind of the bounce wasn't right because in their goals that they had the um, the kind of bastard of kind of goals, so it kind of bounced wrong and unfortunately didn't go past the the, the cork um, board and went straight into her hand. And you couldn't see it and being better clean and tried to stop it, but uh, went over her head. But yeah, they were back into it then. But then whistle went, so and as I said, one five to one three and. Got the girls going again in the second half, and as I said, great that we did get the, the draw in the end. And if the replay down then for this Saturday in is down in the rags this the time, rag, isn't the it? Rag yeah. This time, yeah, two o'clock. So, so yeah. the ball guns blazing for the rag. All guns blazing, yeah. We're not you back to training yet, so uh, we're back. We're back on Wednesday, so. And you had a game down there earlier in the year against Tipperary, so you'd be familiar yeah, with so the pitch. Familiar with the pitch, and so it's 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 a nice nice pitch, but. Uh, Kind of to know which way to, to play. Like I know we played with the winds. Like the the um, so you don't really know what it's like. With um, with say Clamell pitch on on Saturday, the stand is away from the pitch, so kind of it's open more like the pitches. But with with the rag, the stand is kind of closer to the pitch. So we kind of you don't know where the wind is going to be catching in certain areas of the pitch. But yeah, as you said, we've played there already, so we do have a, I know of it. 
And any injury worries or anything coming out of the game or any uh, scares? No, no, no injuries, no scares, no. Well, Danielle uh, Marcy got a, a crack across her finger, but uh, other than that, she, she continued playing like it's just swelled up a little bit, but uh, I just say that she kind of got a blood vessel or whatever and rushing, rushing feeling, got a crack across the, uh, the nail too, but other than that, I'd say just a fallen off nail, that's all she kind of got, but no, no serious injuries, no. Harris's nails. Harris's nails, Nikki. Yeah, you cut, cut from good stone out there. <laughs> oh yeah, they are. They were unbelievable. Uh, uh, not just the kind of girls. Everyone were outstanding. Like all the girls that even came on. And uh, I, I did hear uh, afterwards that the the opposition um, management was put to the line. I don't know for what. Um, that there was a sideline ball and the linesman didn't. See, or the linesman directed to the referee, but the ref didn't allow, uh, see it at the time, and the ball went on down, and we got a goal from it. But he, and when the ball was in the net, he called it back, and I think it was kind of after words were said or something that uh, he gave him the the card. But it's kind of a stay quiet. Yeah, we could have done a few them in entry on Saturday, put a few lads to stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, if then in the, the at the weekend as well, there was the the failure played across the, the weekend and a victory for Dixborough in the Division 1 over Tullerone. Yeah, um, Dixborough had a great great win, yeah, like uh, Dixborough 3-1 uh, Tullerone 1-4, so yeah Dixborough st- strong underage again this year, yeah, so kind of between Dixborough Tullerone, the Rolls kind of, you kind of see between the 14s and the 16s, they're strong between the two of them, so yeah, it's great to see Dixborough coming back and winning the Division 1 they haven't kind of done it in a few years so yeah, it's great now that they go to represent uh, Kenny in, in Connacht in, in June Junior yeah. and the Division Two then Tuller coming out on top in it. Tuller coming out on top, yeah, like one four to three. Like it earlier on in the game, I heard that Jim Stevens were kind of keeping keeping Tuller kind of quiet, but kind of Tuller came good in the second half, yeah, and winning out at so one four to three points. So yeah, so they haven't kind of been kind of up in the higher division for a while. So yeah, so they're now into the regionals in in June. And Benis Bridge then in Division Three. Well, it looks way too strong there from all of us. Seven yeah. to a pint. Yeah, it's like they're true to the another region, regional round in June. Yeah, so Ben's Bridge kind of kind of won the the division four last year, so they're kind of building up. So uh, I think they're a team up and coming. And it's great to see the underage in Ben's Bridge that because with are joined with, with John Locks and the older older players team, team that they weren't kind of getting younger players, but it's great now to see that as under fourteen, under fifteen, as as the fail is under fifteen that they're getting young players to kind of stick it out and, and play and produce them. Yeah, and like you said there, progress, the continuous progression then from Division 4 up to Division 3, you know, yeah. that's important as well, isn't it? It is important, yeah, and as I said, with the girls, is, is they weren't getting a lot of girls kind of to, to stay playing and now that they have, and as you said, progression up from next division up, so it's great to see them there. And Division 4 then, Clara came out on top? They did, yeah, there was only four on that. Uh, like it's, it, Clara, I think they've... They're short on younger players there at the moment. I think what they're saying so they kind of went into the, the lower division to kind of work on it. I suppose to kind of get the younger girls kind of coming up. So yeah, so division four. Unfortunately, they don't kind of it's only the top three divisions go through. But kind of something to build on the, the next year. As I said, been bridge before last year. They've now got to three and got out. So great to work on it and get the girls going again. Yeah, it's all about the participation too. Right? It is, yeah, like like get numbers back in. Yeah, get get the, get the numbers back in and it was kind of. To see that the older girls are winning and get the younger girls starting and get the enjoyment as well out of it, continuing on playing. Right. Yeah, and um, then as well, Aoife had uh, 
Was there a Division 5 in that as well? No, there's only four divisions. Just the four divisions, perfect. Yeah. Um, anything else for us, Danny? If I know the Leicester Championships not starting until the 6th of May and Kilkenny went on the winners of Offaly and Westmead in the senior and then yourselves are t- we're playing, playing Dublin. We're playing Dublin on 6th or 7th away. But say, yeah, the minors played yesterday in Freshford against Dublin. It was the last group uh, game of their championship. So they had a good win. Uh, they won by 14 points. Um, 415 to 2-7. So and to know what way they were coming that at the, at the time we were going to print they were third because Cork and Galway had played the previous day the Cork were on 10 points Galway were on were on 9 Kenny were on 7 and then Tip and Washford were on 6 so to see what way Kenny you kind of say right win you were on 10 kind of not you're still on 7 so to work it out kind of hoping they'd win but they did they uh as I said to, to Pat yesterday uh, Lauren Rowan was on fire yesterday uh, and she touched um, like 2-5 I was talking to her father afterwards and she said she was quite the last few days the last few weeks but she, she's getting there now to get it at the right time for the All-Ireland semi-final next week which is a good sign but yeah comprehensive win in the end like when you look at Dublin did um, the, the game was delayed there was a, an incident coming down with Dublin bus but all the players were, were, were okay from it and uh, the match didn't start until half two referee got delayed as well so uh, yeah fantastic gorgeous weather yesterday 19 plus degrees a lot of uh, kind of water breaks as well which was needed um, then unfortunately one of our players the Kilkenny players got injured Mirren Gannon so hopefully she's not too seriously injured kind of play was kind of stopped for about 6-7 minutes that's why he played the extra time at the end but yeah girls fantastic as uh, Rachel Dowling she's exceptional from Pinefree taking even the, the far side from the stand where the, where the subs are off her uh, I don't know what I must have fed I used to because she wasn't looking at it and she just took it over her shoulder perfect pinpoint like straight away that you know like you often see umpires kind of waiting right is it going but I think the minute it kind of left it it was straight and he went straight for the for the flag so yeah great performance by all the girls yesterday and uh, they're into the semi-final now against Waterford next week and he fend you for that yeah or? that's in Nina so it's a double header next weekend next Sunday uh, in Nina Air Ogden so at uh, 2 o'clock it's Cork and Galway and then at 4 o'clock it's Kenny and Watford. Kenny and Watford, perfect. So, any other... Then the under, 16, the under 16s are in their last uh, group game themselves then next uh, next Sunday as well. Uh, they're playing Dublin in John Locks Park in Callan at 2. So that's their, their last game then? That's and their last game and they're topping the group at the moment so with that they'll be into a final the end of the month. Brilliant. So hopefully, yeah, we'll have two teams into the finals then, both our minor and 16s, and it'll be brilliant. Yep. Mm-hmm. Keep the tradition of our underage successes going. Yep, and it'll finish off the Leinster with the All-Ireland minor that they won two years ago and then continue with the, the Leinster under-16 that they had won last year as well and then kind of starting then their, their uh, All-Ireland series uh, in the end of May, which they'll have two games and then they'll break until July because of the junior cert. Perfect. Okay. Thanks for that, Aoife. Anything else for us then? That's everything. Thanks, William Aoife, for joining us as always and keeping us up to date on the Camogie. We have a text in here just to say that uh, Eamon Furlong is the ref for the under-20 match. What county is he, lads, do we know? I'm not sure about that now. We don't know. So, yeah, I'm not familiar with all the names of the up-and-coming referees, but um, that name doesn't ring a bell up, you know. Yeah, we, with the name Furlong I, I'm going to throw just total guesses Wexford yeah I was going to say <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we have uh, another text in here why are GA fixing under 20 games the same weekend as the senior game do they not realise that there's 365 days in the year 
often a football county final or 21 hurling final was played Christmas week the year is long enough it's ridiculous fixture organisation or lack of would Nicky have any insight of the of the thinking that's currently going on within Crow Park corridors? No, I, well, all I can say is that I know Wexford are very annoyed. They put a motion to Congress about the under twenty hurlers being allowed to play senior, and that happened. And their understanding was that it would they'd be fixed in such a way that they'd be uh, that they, they wouldn't be caught within the seven day period. That was their intention. But Croke Park put a different interpretation of that. This one is not going to go away now. I think Wexford are very annoyed over the way they, they Croke Park eventually decided and interpreted what they thought Wexford were doing. So it is a it it, it is a bit of an issue to be honest about it. But look, I, I just feel that it's messy at the moment because I suppose even though the lads can play, as I alluded to earlier in the programme. Look, Mark and Derek are going to have uh, are going to have to. They'll be having chats, and to be honest about it, at the end of the day, let's call a spade a spade here. If Derek feels he wants the three lads, he's going to get the three lads. And and, and I'm not being hard on Derek or hard on Mark. That's just reality. They are senior players that are on loan to the under twenties at the moment, and that's just the reality of life, whether we like it or not. No, that's it, yeah. And um, you can just hand me over the tickets here for the match on on Saturday. Uh, the 22nd of the four Kilkenny taking on Westmead as we mentioned earlier tickets on sale in Super Value and Centra Stand and Terraced and including um, there's pension, pension pensioners tickets, tickets as well, as well yeah. yeah. and just to let people know that if they, they there is a different price obviously for Stand and Terraced so for some people they might like to, to go on the City Terrace so you can you can get in there for that yeah and then the special Leinster passed in for the under 20 and minor entry uh, via gate 22 on around the grass and 4.15 is the cut-off point yeah, for that. Yeah, so if, if, you have, if, if, if you have that ticket, it should be in for If you have that yeah. ticket and you're in before quarter past four, go in and gate 22 with Lord on the grass and uh, you're, you're, you're grand then. So, in fairness, there's fair flexibility on that now, you know, and uh, so people, if they wanted a terrorist ticket, they'll get it as well and pensioners can go in and pay cash in centre and super value. So, and that's only right and proper. The notion of people like that have to go online is nonsense in for a quarter to four Nicky instead of at 4.15 and get in to see your supporter 20s absolutely at oh yeah be in for that that match is at four o'clock you're on yeah, isn't it yeah. no, be in to see that and give uh, Mark and the players every encouragement uh, respect to who's playing and that's a matter for the managers to start out yeah no, exactly um, looking ahead to the weekend then big game in Nolan Park our first uh, the, the first game of the Leinster Championship and um Westmead coming to town and parting to get off on a good start. That's sick, you're on, yeah. Look, you'd expect a Kilkenny victory, I suppose, but at the same time, Westmead last year, look, you know, they had a draw at Wexford, didn't they? And, you know, they, they won't be taken lightly, like, you know, so Kilkenny will have to go there and they'll have to hurl well. And, um, you know, Westmead, they won't be coming down to make up the numbers, like, they'll be coming to, 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 to give it a rattle and, and to come down with a win, you can be sure of that. I think yeah. it's Joe Fortune still over them, or? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, you know, he's there a couple of years now as well, so. Um, do you know, like they'd be well. You know, they'd seen them against Leash as well. They they, they hurled well. I watched that game there in the in in the the league there a couple of weeks ago, and you know, I was very impressed with them. So, but they had yeah. a couple of big performances in the league as well. You know, they went to, gave Cork a good rattle there, and yeah. you know, and I think they had to go down Cork too. Cork and play them in that game. You know, so they'll be coming down. And even last year, they put it up to Kilkenny for for 35, 40 minutes of that mm. game as well. You know, just. Second half, they kind of pulled away. Joe Fortune will be the next Dublin manager. I'm telling you here now. He's they have they think very highly of him in Dublin, and he's uh, they they also think very highly of him in Westmead. So he's uh, I'm not saying he went to Westmead to get back to Dublin, but he's very highly thought of. And I had a good chat with him last year as well, and I liked his approach, and the players liked his approach as well. So look, Kilkenny will be will will be about their business well on the, on Saturday. I mean, it starts serious now, and unfortunately, you have to go after everyone is in it and win it by as much as you can and don't uh, 
because at the end, remember at the end of the day, I mean, there's, there's three teams come out of Leinster. Now, right now, being called about it, there's probably there's probably three team, there's three, there's four teams are probably going to figure seriously. Kilkenny, Wexford, Dublin, and Galway. You would say you wouldn't you wouldn't be thinking Antrim and Westmeath at this stage. No, and that's not to be disrespectful. So there's three for there's three teams for potentially four places. So scoring difference is going to be important. So you have to just uh, you have to get stuck in from the word go and make sure. It's not so long ago since Pat Galway were knocked out and scored in difference. That's right. That yeah. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the other thing about it too is that uh, when the test was put up to Westmeath, they held on to their Division 1 status, you know, the, the, the St. Leash packing and, and that, you know, so they're, uh, the, the, they've been decent. So with all these teams, with the teams that you're expected to beat, you have to start right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and your attitude, yeah, if the attitude isn't right, then it can, anything can happen. No, exactly, and Pat, I suppose we'd, we'd be probably see TJ Reid feature, will we? I'd expect uh, so, yeah, yeah. And uh, given he was on the panel for the league final and all the rest, that tells you it all. Yeah, and, and no disrespect to Westmead, but it'd be a good game to, you know, get back Oh, yeah, speed. right game to get back into, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and shall we hear full full team to pick from... Pat or any injury scares not, know, not, not that I, uh, I know Richie Hogan is out for a few weeks because of the broken wrist and that but uh, other than that I haven't heard of anything yeah. all we're looking for all we're trying to the only big questions to the weekend is who's going to take the freeze well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it'll be if sure look if, if Billy and the Lesser feature name and in the under 20s it'll be only one man won't it yeah, yeah well that's yeah. it yeah. yeah you know well I'd accept that I'd accept mm-hmm. it be, yeah. Billy won't be asked to play two matches mm-hmm. but um, you know it's, it's look it's the question everybody's asking and, and they're asking they're asking with a kind of a smile and a joke type of thing the Badlands are me lucky to have such two great free takers we're very lucky they're two absolutely incredible guys Young mm-hmm. Drennan has been a revelation with his free taking and sure TJ is it was it's the best around? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, uh, two big games in in Leinster as well. You know, Galway home to Wexford. Wexford struggling for that bit of farm, and then Dublin have to go to Antrim. They get not an easy up in Carrigan Park. No, they won't get that easy up there, Kieran. You know, and uh, Michal, I don't know who you know. He'll he'll he's his first year in charge as well. And uh, Matty Kenny was was over him there the last couple of years. And oftentimes people will be saying, you know, that he wasn't getting the right tune out of Dublin, but. I suppose Michal, I don't know who has found it hard as well, like Dublin, they're missing a couple of players that were there last year and there's a bit of a, a kind of a changing of the guard up there with some players coming in and that, so they'll want to go up and, 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 and get the win in Corrigan Park, but Antrim as well, like that, there's a bit of a fortress up there, so I wouldn't be surprised if Antrim did come out with a win maybe up there, that could be the shock of the weekend, there's a surprise, there's no real shocks in Hurling anymore I suppose, but surprise. Yes, and Pat, I suppose we were all expecting Antrim to give Dublin a good rattle that time up in Partogen and Avon the time. Mm. But, you know, Dublin came out and they just had the finishers that day and they were that yeah. bit more crisp. But, like, Corrigan Park would be a different it, test. It is a different story. And the other thing, too, is that uh, Dublin have lost a bit of physique in their team. And that's that's the the thing which uh, is, uh, is costing them a bit, you know, particularly from midfield up. And uh, so... You know, and when and the first game, I always think the first game, everyone's equal. The first game, you're not after sh- being shipping the heavy beaten, and the other team is not after getting a good win or anything like that. Everything is is equal, and nothing can happen in that first game. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, I suppose for Dublin as well, Nicky, like, it takes time for excuses as well. It's not go hurling now. No, I totally agree. And the one guy that has to start hurling now because he's been a huge disappointment is Danny Sutcliffe. Mm. I mean, that guy was was uh, was one of the top hurlers in the country a year or two ago. And he's been hugely disappointed. He's making very little contribution uh, to the team. And he needs to he needs to step up now. So um, D- Dublin are still good enough. I, Pat is right about the lad. They don't have the same physique. But um, at the same time, they still have enough of it but I do think that they just need to uh, they all need to start performing now it is a tricky enough one but I, I, they've had the upper hand on Antrim for a while but Corrigan Park could be just that little bit tricky so this is one now that's not a, it's not as simple to call I think uh, Galway will beat Wexford but Wexford is a big test for Wexford now because uh, you know they're they're going to be they're going to be they're at home to Antrim in the second match so they'll they, they'll need a, a real good performance and then you know, try and get something out of Galway. Oh, definitely. And um, Eamon, I suppose, our minors then as well heading for Faithful Fields on Sunday at 12 o'clock. Knockout hurling there and tricky game there against Offaly. Knockout hurling there, yeah, tricky game. And, you know, they'll be hoping as well to come out with a victory. So it could be a, it could be a good weekend for Kenny. We'll, 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 we'll know more. Of course, Sunday it'll be, you know, we'll, we'll have all the answers then, but it'll be, it'll be an interesting weekend ahead and um, looking forward to the couple of matches. Yeah, last time it was zero from three when That's we had the three teams. Yeah, so yeah. From three from three, three this from time. Three, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Nicky, just on that minor game between Kilkenny and Offaly, like Offaly, they won't be too bad. No, but they're not as good as they're not as good as uh, as uh, clearly they were last year, of course. And they they defeated uh, Westmeath, I think, at the weekend to get through to the Kilkenny match. Look, I I still think Kilkenny will will pull it together and get through to a semi final. The semi final will be against Wexford, by the way. And as far as I know, that's a home game for Kilkenny as well. So there's a lot to play for here now. I mean, if they get that, get a home game against Wexford, and they could get into a Leinster final where they're going to be playing Galway, will be in the final. It just means they equally get another match after that. So they they have. They have the potential to have a couple of more matches. To have the Offaly match, hopefully get over that. Then Wexford, then a Leinster final, and then an All Ireland quarter final. So look, there's a potential for more games for this team here. No, but they have to atone after the last day, which was disappointing against Galway. They just didn't battle. No, absolutely. Okay, that's where we leave for tonight. Thanks to Eamon Passion Nicky for joining and Aoife for joining me in the studio, and thanks to Tom O'Keefe then for joining us on the phone and talking about the handball success. Uh, stay tuned after 7 for the best of country time there with Martin Morris and uh, we had a special guest listen tonight there home from Australia out in Dirty Mustad Noel Rain so hope you enjoyed the, sh- the show Noel and until next week good night and God bless and uh, thanks to our sponsors TC12